1: Great to be back with you, folks. We're excited about that. Praise the Lord. Continue on in the book of Psalms, Songs in the Night. Uh, With me, as always, is my fellow knucklehead inspector and uh, identifier of all things knuckleheadedness, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie, what's the greatest thing about the knuckleheaded moment, the Norton knuckleheaded moment?
2: Well, the greatest thing about the Norton knuckleheaded moment is it makes us all laugh. And, um, normally it brings a scenario to mind and that's, that's pretty great.
1: Boy, we can learn from that. Can't we? Yeah. And that's what it's all about. You know, we had that. You might be right with God is, but that you might be right with God. It, it was just too upbeat. You know, it it was too, (laughs) we got to help people to see this is the day they came to us. They, they, they sought it out. They, you know, they fought with us and said, we need this. And, uh, we heard your voice. We heard your voice. Now, food. So food, that's right with God. Oh, no, you haven't done the knucklehead yet. All we no. do is talk about why the knucklehead. Okay. Yeah. You might be a knucklehead if.
2: You might be a knucklehead if you choose to be buddies with a narcissist over someone who really loves and cares about you.
1: You're propagating knuckleheadedness and narcissism. Mm-hmm. You're, you're bringing what's evil and ugly, and you're saying it's okay when you hang out with a knucklehead, when you choose them over good people. You know, it does matter who you hang out with. Birds of the feather do flock together. And uh, I'm telling you, if you're hanging out with a knucklehead narcissist, can I tell you something? You're a knucklehead narcissist. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop that. you got to hang out with cool people. There's a lot of us out there. you just got to find us. You know, <laughs> you, you, you can't miss us. We're usually a little (laughs) bit overweight, laugh a little bit too much, cry a little bit too much, but we're out there and uh, look for us. And, uh, yeah, we're always trying to eat good, but we always eat fat. But, anyway, we're out there for you.
2: Unless you're Doug, then, you know, then you're skinny.
1: I'm not that skinny, man. I I got You can pinch a little bit there in my belly. I promise you that. He's skinny. Yeah, I don't know. But, anyway... Ways to combat skinniness, food that's right with God. What are you thinking?
2: Wow, food that's right with God. You know, there is a delicious summer treat that you can make that doesn't cost much and it's it's healthy. I mean, it's 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 right up there. Go get yourself some big old tomatoes. Amen, some some fresh, Mozzarella, praise, I mean, the stuff like the real mozzarella,
1: praise him, not praise shredded,
2: him. yeah, you know, the real sliced, thick, old, juicy stuff. And then get yourself some false balsamic vinegar. Oh, Make a caprice yourself-
1: salad, some- yeah, yep,
2: yeah. and some basil on there. Oh, salt and pepper, and
1: it's Here not the balsamic a- you want, you want to use the stuff that's uh thickened, you know, you want You're to right,
2: use- right. get the real th- Oh, man, that stuff, I, I could eat a plate of it right
1: now. I'm going to. As soon as this podcast is done, I'm going to go eat some of it. Right here, right now. Praise God, I'm proclaiming this is Caprice salad day. It's, oh.
2: it's some of the best stuff in the entire world.
1: Oh, man, salivating right now. I'm telling you, there is drip s- slipping out of the left side of my lips right now. <laughs> I love me some caprice salad, man. Oh, <laughs> wow. I wish you went to went down that road, but. Folks, listen, you're a knucklehead if you hang out with a narcissist. You're also a narcissist. Bad news. Stop it. Cut it out. Get away from them. Uh, and if you, if you hang out with them, you're, the, you're one of them. Just be upfront. Go look in the mirror and say, I'm one, because you are. And then food, that's right. We've got caprice salad. Man, I'm telling you. And, and, you know, don't mess around. I mean, make that thing at least three-eighths of an inch thick on the tomato yeah. and on the cheese. Yeah. Don't try no. to do some thin slice what your grandma did in 1969. Cut it out. <laughs> eat some. Eat that stuff thick, man. Make it like burger thickness, both of them. Oh, yes. And, yes. And, and, and you know, in, right that, in that thick balsamic there, I'm going to tell you what, don't be afraid to put that on there. I sprinkle a little bit of oregano on there, too. I'm not going to uh-huh. lie. You know, maybe, yep. maybe some basil if you want. I don't know. And oh, some man. salt yeah, you and gotta pepper. Get oh,
2: Fresh basil, man you mince that stuff up, the flavor comes
3: out. Oh, yeah, man, that
1: is like. Yeah, so the, the old cheese we were talking about yesterday that could cause hair to grow in places you don't want hair to grow, <laughs> this stuff will take that hair away. It's good for you, man. So enjoy it. Get down that road and because uh, I edited it out yesterday, so you guys don't have to worry about that. But anyway, here we are. We're on Psalm number 119. We're in uh, verse number 57, we're going to do a little spread here, Stephanie, of 57 to 64, and it's talking about right out, of the, right out of the shoot, right out of the back. First verse says, thou art my portion. And you know, we could stop there. We could do a whole podcast on God being our portion. O Lord, I have said that I would keep thy words. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. The bands of the wicked have robbed me, but I have not forgotten the law. At midnight, I will rise. Wait a minute. Did I turn too many pages? I will rise to give thanks. This fits perfect with our worship song. When I turn a page, it's like my ADHD and OCD and D-U-M-B all collide, and I forget where I'm at. (laughs) Unto thee, because of thy righteous judgment. I am a companion of all them that fear thee, and of them that keep thy precepts. The earth, O oh Lord, is full of thy mercy. Teach me thy statues. I'm going to tell you something. That's some pretty cool uh, verses right there out of Psalm 119. Mm-hmm. I'm a companion of all them that fear thee. You know, we have brothers and sisters in Christ. Not the narcissistic ones. I mean, you hit that right, Stephanie. You hit that right on the nose. You know, if you're hanging out with a narcissist, you're a knucklehead. And by the way, you're a narcissist. That's not what this is talking about here. This is talking about I'm a companion. I'm a brother and sister in Christ to brothers and sisters in Christ. Folks, you're never going to heal. You're never going to get better. You're never going to get through your trials. You're never going to serve God right. You're never going to get down the road you want to go down as long as you're hanging out with idiots. I'm just going to be up front with you because I tell you the truth. That's why I'm here. I'm the truth teller here, and so Stephanie. We tell you the truth. We tell you what food to eat. We tell you what food to avoid so hair won't grow out of weird places. We're in <laughs> it for you. So we went through that, Stephanie. Now, what are you thinking?
2: Wow. I love this section. Um, and I, you know, we've been, we were talking about songs earlier and, and the worship song does fit here too. But the song that came to mind when I looked through this was, um, they're both awesome songs, but I'd rather have Jesus.
1: See, there you go. You're trying to downplay the credibility and loveliness (laughs) and beautifulness of the worship song.
2: Uh, Oh, the worship song is lovely. And I'm more than happy to do that one, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know,
1: yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, I, I, okay. All right. I, I'm hearing it.
2: <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, but no, the whole concept of verse 57 saying thou art my portion that, um, above anything else. And, and I get the, you know, when I think of the word portion, for some reason, I think of food, um, probably part of that is because I'm way past fueling time, but, um, the idea of when I go to sit down to fill up because I'm hungry, because I'm empty that I'm filling up with you more than anything else in this world, I want to be filled up with you. And that, that idea of you mean more, more to me, God, than anything else in the world. And we're delighting in you. That's that's my heart's greatest desire is to know you, to walk with you. and um that's just a powerful image to me of being drawn to Jesus more than anything else where he he matters more to you than anything else. but Jesus put it, loving him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and um you know, the concept of Jesus being all the world to me. And that's
1: just a beautiful, Jesus beautiful is picture. Jesus all the world. Yeah, I love that song. But you know, you know, right out of there, we got to remember that the Levites and the priests. So they they split up the land with the original twelve tribes. And we remember coming out of that, they had, you know, you had Joseph's kids and you know Jacob's grandkids. Anyway, all these people come out and they they broken up the tribes, and they all got a portion of land. But none of the priests or the Levites did because their portion was God. And so in this particular reference here, exactly what Stephanie was saying, he's enough. I don't need a portion of land just for the priest. I don't need a portion of that. God's my portion. He's all I need. What do you need, brethren? I mean, do you need that $70,000 new Tahoe that's now selling for eighty dollars because people are crazy right now because there's no chips available? Boy, I could use one, but I don't need that. God is my portion. And besides that, I got a cool Chevy truck. and uh, But you know what I'm thinking, Stephanie? I think this verse says more to me than any other verse up to this point. And, you know, we talked about they're all important. They're all inspired. They're all preserved for us right here. But I think, Stephanie, when we get to this point, a lot of us get this messed up. mm-hmm. What's our portion? What is it we need? Because you might wake up and not have that thing you need anymore. You yeah. might wake up and that, that thing may be gone. That person may be gone, God forbid. Um, so what's your portion? And, and I think Stephanie just nailed that. He's all we need. He's all I, all I really need. He's all I want. He's, he's all I got to go through. He's my portion. He's my master in 59 to 61. And, you know, I think you need to get your master thing set, too. I think you should probably write a note to yourself that says, God is my master. Because if we're not careful, I'm telling you folks, especially those of us who've been messed up by people and stuff, if we're not careful, you know, that those things take dominion in our lives. And, you know, and somehow we need to forgive the unforgivables, you know, Hmm. and, and the people who've hurt us and ruined us and hung us out to dry and those things. And, we're, we're always clear on people who messed us over. We tell you that, hey, we're with you, man. You're not the only one who's been messed over. We've been messed over, too. But somewhere along the way, somehow, you know, we got to remember that God's our master. And if he's our master, it's easy to let go of some of these other things. And then, you know, real important, real significant down there in 61 to 64, God is my joy. And talking about the wicked people messing with them, all those different things going on. So, where is our joy coming from? I don't know, Stephanie. I mean, have you have you fell across this stuff in your journey over the last couple and a half years? I mean, are these things that you've seen firsthand?
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think anyone who goes through, I don't know, I can only speak for me, but going through the loss of a spouse yeah, um, without God, I don't know how people do it. Um, and there is a very real sense in which the Lord becomes your portion, I guess, in a way that you wouldn't fathom before, um, because he has to, otherwise you will flip out and do things that you'd regret later. And, um, just having to, you know, having to go to him constantly and saying, saying exactly what the psalmist says here, that, um, You are my portion. Yeah. And I think making, I think verse verse 63 has to also become a very important thing of who you choose to make your friends, who you choose to be a companion with Um, will affect who is your portion, whether it be God or this world or materialism, whatever. Um, Are you a companion of those who have also made God their portion? Or are you a companion of those who have chosen to um, serve money, serve things, um, you know, whatever, whatever you will become who you hang out with. Um, you will, you know, that's why I say knucklehead all the time now. So, yeah. Um,
1: one of her friends, probably, probably Steve <laughs> Hicks told her that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but you,
2: no, but, see, I wore a Notre Dame shirt this week because oh. I, Steve Hicks.
3: Oh
1: my, I'm telling you, man, I, anyway, every time we, every time we meet Notre Dame by we, I mean, Clemson, the best football team in the land. Don't let the national championship mess you up. They got lucky. We'd win it nine out of 10 times, but I'm saying this every time we face the Irish and Notre Dame and uh, we whip them, we whip them. But you know, just going back here, Stephanie, and I think this is cool. I, I think this is that teachable moment, that thing we can emphasize, that thing we can hang out with right here and right now is the whole joy thing. Where that joy is coming from. What's the joy in our lives? You know, can I tell you, I have friends of mine, you know, and, and they're the most joyful people I know, and they have tough situations. You know, yeah. I, I have a friend of mine. He's never been married. He's been engaged twice, and both times his fiance's died. He's never, uh, most joyful man I know. I know, uh, I know people, uh, Stephanie's joyful most of the time. I mean, she could be a knucklehead, but you know, she's pretty good, man. And look, she lost terrible loss with Charles and you know, her kids can be knuckleheads. I mean, those bookends are real challenging for her. They take up like, let's say 75% of her time, youngest and oldest, the bookends, (laughs) praise God. And, uh, but you know, she gets through. She just she just gets through. And I think it's because we need to know where our joy comes from. And if we're if we got our joy stuff off, if we're going to the wrong place, wow. We need to worship God. I think this is a good introduction to our worship song, Stephanie. I I do. I I know I know you wanted to go down a different road.
2: It's okay. I'm totally good.
1: I don't think you are. I think there was a little (laughs) bit of negative juju in your voice earlier on in this podcast.
2: I promise I, I'm okay with uh,
1: it. Wow. You know, full disclosure, I felt a little bit of bad junk in there. You know? Oh, I, my
2: goodness.
1: Yeah. But I, I, Wow. Folks, I think we'll find our joy now in God. <laughs> we'll go ahead and do this song. <laughs> but, hey, what did we name our worship song?
2: Um, he sets me free.
1: And you know what, folks? More than anything else, you need to be set free. More than anything else, you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you've done that, it doesn't end there. And that's the whole point of this study. That's the whole point of what's going on. You say, well, I've accepted God, and I'm still negative. I'm still depressed. I'm still this. I'm still that. Well, where are you getting your joy from? Yeah. You know, look at that. Take a look at that. Listen, we love you, folks. Make sure you listen to every word Eric's got to say. We love this song. I, This song came to me, and I, I wrote a lot of it, and Stephanie fixed it like she always did, but she didn't fix much of this one. I think that's why it's kind of one of my favorite songs.
3: Because it came out all
1: right in the beginning. You know, it didn't need too much Stephanie magic on it. But, boy, she wrote that music, and it's just beautiful. But listen to this song. I mean, is this what your life is all about? And uh, we love you folks, and we want to talk to you. So if you need some help, if there's something we can do for you, make sure you find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Drop us a note. Listen to every word Eric has to say. Again, we love you. God bless you.
0: In your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.